This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, welcoming you to Week in Review for January 21st, 2011. In the news this week, federal authorities have taken another small step toward a long-term goal of making electronic health record systems interoperable and paving the way towards secure national health information exchange. The Department of Health and Human Services has awarded a two-year contract to Accenture to help identify standards and specifications for facilitating health information exchange. The work could include identifying privacy and security issues as well as addressing the need for patient consent for information exchange, says Rick Ratliff of Accenture. The Accenture contract's value is about $4.8 million, an ONC spokesman told healthcareinfosecurity.com. Accenture will develop real-world business scenarios, or use cases, that illustrate the need for standards to solve a health information exchange problem. For example, Two use cases likely will address how to distribute information to clinicians about a patient discharge from a hospital and how to collect information from multiple labs into an EHR system, Ratliff says. Accenture's work is one piece of ONC's ongoing effort to develop what it calls a standards and interoperability framework. The office plans to use the framework to guide all its standards and interoperability projects. In this week's featured blog, I point out that most physicians' offices are novices when it comes to using electronic health records, as yet another survey confirms, and many also have a long way to go to address health information security. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says a new survey shows that only about 10% to 27% of office-based physicians are using a fully functional EHR system. Another survey found that 41% of office-based physicians plan to take advantage of the HITECH-X EHR incentive program, which helps pay for the software. To earn the incentives for implementing EHRs, physician groups must conduct a risk assessment and take action to mitigate the risks identified, steps many clinics have yet to take. I'll be back after a short break to tell you about the rest of our weekly review. Are you responsible for your institution's regulatory compliance program? Do electronic medical records, patient privacy, or data breaches keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the HealthCareInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit HealthCareInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. Welcome back. In this week's featured interview... Robert Tennant of the Medical Group Management Association says clinics that are applying for the HITECH Act's electronic health records incentive payments are getting a reminder about the importance of information security. Here's a clip from that interview. As most folks know, the, uh, the HIPAA security rule, uh, the compliance date was back in 2005. And even though a lot of practices have been very vigilant in terms of their preparation and compliance with the privacy rule, in some ways the security rule has slipped under the the radar screen. And so when it comes to meaningful use, all of a sudden issues of risk analysis and and mitigating uh, potential threats uh, comes to the forefront. 
Be sure to check out healthcareinfosecurity.com for all the latest news, interviews, blogs, and more. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.